So many people are extremely good at what they do, but no one knows what they do. Yeah. So you got to start putting yourself out here, being addicted to just creating content. Um, I know you teach people how to do it without a bunch of audience, right? But I like to say, if you don't have an audience, go find somebody with an audience. 100%. But in order for you to get on somebody's audience, you got to know what you're talking about <laughs> and be good at what you do. Yeah. So obsess on your craft. Like, you should be studying it. Like, you should be focusing on, like... Like I tell you, you're one of the best speakers I know in the world. Like you obsess over becoming a good speaker. Yeah. Every, from the presentation to cadence to it's so many things about speaking that I have no clue about that you you like, yo, you did this, you did. I'm like, bro, I, I'm just doing. But you are obsessed <laughs> yeah. over. So you gotta get obsessive over your craft. So you become so good that people are reaching out to you for opportunities. Yeah. Um, in, in addition to that, the marketing is just really learning marketing, like, and not just Facebook ads, but learning what to say, how, how can this thing go viral? What platforms can I put it on? Put it on. I tell people OPA and OPS, other people, audiences, and other people's stages. The more audiences and the more stages I can get on, the more money I can make because now I'm being exposed to an audience that I didn't have. Yeah. My goal is to help coaches and entrepreneurs turn their mind into money, teaching them how to take what they know, package it, market it, sell it, and automate it to make a massive income and massive impact, even if they don't have a lot of followers on social media. If you're watching this video, you're about to make a whole lot of money because we're about to show you how to turn your mind into money. What I'm excited about, the Monetize on with Marcus podcast is built for entrepreneurs and coaches have ideas in your head and you're trying to figure out how do you take this and turn it into a form that you can exchange it where people can give you money for it. Well, today, what I don't even need to introduce it. If you've got a social media account, you know this guy. <laughs> what I'm blessed by is this is my, not brother like fake brother, this is my brother, my friend, man, mentor, and so many other things. Single-handedly responsible for more people becoming millionaires than anybody I could think I of. I appreciate that. So much we can get into, so we don't even need a long introduction. My God, my me God. and my Thank you for having me on the mob, man. You know what I'm saying? Woo. I'm happy to be here, man. You're changing a lot of lives, bro. Yeah, man, yeah. let me say, for you to make time in your schedule, like this this speaks to who you are as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Wife birthday, kids, wife yeah. birthday yesterday, Kid daughter's birthday. birthday today. Anniversary tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Running multiple companies. Yeah. People see the entrepreneur who's killing the space, but what I get a chance to see is a is a great guy and a friend. Yeah. Like you always show up for yep. people. Yeah. Appreciate it. Man, that. so before we go into all those things that made you who you are, bro, I gotta go to the moment that you don't talk about because you're so humble. Yeah. The day that you realize you're standing there and you look and say, we just did multiple millions, not in a month, in yeah, a day. Right. What did you feel like? I felt, uh, <laughs> it was like, whoa, this really <laughs> just happened? You know what I mean? I couldn't believe it at first. I yeah. was like, wait, huh? It was crazy, bro. That was just a crazy, because I never did it before. Yeah. And it was my first time ever speaking at that, to do that, it was, it was wild. So what's the process? So before we even go into looking at the numbers, you're probably like, hey, hey, refresh that. Let me make sure yeah. that's not a typo. Yeah. What's the mindset leading up into that moment where you're you're getting ready to present an offer to people? Yeah. To and I'm sure there's nervousness. There's what's the emo what? what's the emotion? And then I want to go into what's some of the strategies going into it? Well, the emotions was you're scared because I actually never saw anyone make an offer from stage for $35,000. I never saw it done before. It wasn't, I saw this online. I, I heard that people do it. Yeah. I never saw it done. 
So I'm so nervous. My man just went the day before, went crazy. I'm like, God, that's a tough act to follow. It was just a lot going on uh, to do it. But I would say the tactical things that got to go is you got to have pure certainty. Like you got to know that you're one, extremely good at what you do, which I believe I'm good at what I'm doing. So I'm okay with saying whatever the number is to work with us, right? And the second thing I would say is, one, you got to be extremely good at what you do. Two, certainty, confidence, and just your ability to be able to engage the audience and let and give them immense value. Like during that time, I also gave you immense value where you could go get a bag whether you work with me or not. Yeah. So those are a few things. But you saw me recently speak. That was probably the second best speech I did. Bruh. Prayer, too. <laughs> you prayed for me, yeah. right? That prayer is important. Uh, my man, I called him up. He prayed for me that day I did that. I was nervous. Um, but prayer is a huge thing. And just, bro, it was confidence. Like, I, I tapped back into my certainty that day. I, I, I got away from it. Like, oh, it's just another. No, I went certainty. Like, yeah. knowing power when you really giving. with me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Here, here's what's crazy, right? Yeah. People, I'm sure you know. Don't believe that number. Like, hold on. Yeah, Someone so, can make a yeah. million or millions, yeah. like multiple millions in a day. Yeah. Like, I I can get why people wouldn't believe it because it's hard for them to yeah. understand. And here's what I just said to some. Someone said that. was like, I don't believe people can make a million in a day. Yeah. I said, if you would have asked someone 10 years ago, will you get in the backseat of a car with a perfect stranger? Yeah. They would have said you're a liar. Right. But now YouTube has normalized it. Yeah. I do it. I do it every week. <laughs> a couple times a week, yeah. So I feel like, bro, you're normalizing what is our whole lot of money number. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember one of the times I talked to you, I was like, bro, y'all keep moving the finish line. Right, Six right. figures in a day was actually a thing. Now yeah. y'all ain't like we poured it, man. <laughs> like, Bang. you know, yeah. like, how long did it take for you to normalize wealth? Uh, well, I don't think I got the wealth yet. I think I'm yeah. still on rich. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? True. It's relative, right, though. Right. Yeah, well, money is relative, but... And normalizing them days now, that that's the basement now. We want to make, that's the target. Like, I ain't trying to touch an event or something that we're doing a business if we can't make it hit seven figures. Wow. Like, I don't even, it's like, that's a qualification. Like, yo, if you, this not here, we're not here looking to do six figures on this deal. Seven figure minimum, because if you work with me, we got to split it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, we got to uh, yeah. make it make sense. Yeah. So... That's what, and I'm setting my target on that. That's the minimum, and that's still at playing it small. I, I gotta figure out ten million now, hundred million, billionaire. I want to figure out. It's a whole nother level. Yeah. I feel like we need to keep looking to elevate, right, and getting better, right. So that's really what I'm on. How do I become better? How do I add more value, right? How do I become uh, more valuable to the marketplace, right? Yeah. So those are just few thoughts. And the other thing that's important where I messed up at when I first did it was my fulfillment wasn't great. So we lost a lot of people. So the game is you can make an offer, but the fulfillment is bad. So now we obsessed over fulfillment, fulfillment, and you call it, I believe you call it client experience. Yeah. So now we're obsessing, we've been obsessing over those things because those are equally important. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what, what would you say, like, which I love that you're a, at a place where you're willing to say, hey, we did this right, we got this wrong. Mm -hmm. What would you say if you were speaking to yourself five years ago are the top three things people should focus on and obsess about learning? 
Like what's top three things people should focus on, obsess about learning right now? Yeah, I get again that's relative based on what it what industry you're in, but you should first obsess on just mindset. And I know it's fluff, right? I know, it's, but like because the the will to not quit, the will to not give in, the will to be working on yourself when things are going bad, when things aren't working. Like this is a challenging year for me with not finances, but with a lot of other things that happened this year, but you must have the willpower to stay in the game. You must have the willpower to keep going. So that's almost like pre, that's one. Two is marketing, right? So many people are extremely good at what they do, but no one knows what they do. Yeah. So you gotta start putting yourself out here, being addicted to just creating content. Um, I know you teach people how to do it without a bunch of audience, right? But I like to say, if you don't have an audience, go find somebody with an audience. 100%. But in order for you to get on somebody's audience, you got to know what you're talking about <laughs> and be good at what you do. Yeah. So obsess on your craft. Like, you should be studying it. Like, you should be focusing on, like, like I tell you, you're one of the best speakers I know in the world. Like, you obsess over becoming a good speaker. Yeah. Every, from the presentation to cadence to it's so many things about speaking that I have no clue about that you you like, yo, you did this, you did. I'm like, bro, I, I'm just doing. But you are obsessed <laughs> yeah. over. So you got to get obsessive over your craft. So you become so good that people are reaching out to you for opportunities. Yeah. Um, in, in addition to that, the marketing is just really learning marketing, like and not just Facebook ads, but learning what to say. How, how can this thing go viral? What platforms can I put it on? Put it on. I tell people OPA and OPS, other people, audiences, and other people's stages. The more audiences and the more stages I can get on, the more money I can make because now I'm being exposed to an audience that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, and I would say the third thing obsess over is take it back to now relationships. Obsess over on building great relationships because with great relationships comes opportunities. Yeah. So you're able to put me on things that I possibly just I can't do. Myself, because I may don't have a relationship, may don't have a connection. I may could provide opportunities that you may don't have because you may don't have a relationship or the connection. So I realized that information, mindset, access to the right information, access to people is everything you need to become a, a millionaire, yeah. multi-millionaire, make millions because the people give you access to new information. Bro, changes one, of, it. one of the skills, I don't know if you know you have it, mm -hmm. and I don't know if people pay attention to it, but like we met at a conference, geez, it's been almost a decade. This is, this that's is crazy. crazy. <laughs> I don't even, that's, like, that's wild. It's been a long time. That's wild. Like, we were trying to figure it out. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> a fact. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bro, I'm helping people around. I'm still trying to figure it out. Bro. In certain levels. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we are a long way from $97. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a Fendi fact. Bro, a yeah. full. In essence, VIP day. You yeah. remember that? Yeah, uh, that was full, crazy, bro. A full VIP that's, day. That's for crazy. Now it was six figures. Yeah, for yeah. pennies. Yeah. Just not understanding your worth, the evolution of growth, the, the evolution of really understanding who you are. But here's one skill I think that I know you have that I don't know if you know you have it and tap into it. It's building relationships. Yeah. Do you know that like that's a skill for you? Yeah, I don't. I, I want to get better at it, Marcus, because I feel like I've been dropping the ball. So one of my mistakes I know we're talking about I guess every time someone give me a compliment, I'm like, I'm actually not that great. I got to get better at it, yeah. right? So I'm always trying to get better at those things because one of my strategies, every event you go to, if you meet three to five people at every event and build a meaningful relationship, you do that for a year straight, you're out of here. So I want to get conscious on that again. But 
I do realize I am good at, I am building relationships, but I want to become better. But that's powerful because I create a lot of partnerships through that, a lot of opportunities through that. So that that is something we should start talking about more. Yeah, because I almost think it's strategic. I think yeah. back, like before we got on here, I was thinking back, I was like, how did we connect? We yeah. met at a conference yep. and you followed up. Yep. Yo, bro, man, connected with you this weekend. How's mm-hmm. everything going, man? Yep. Tell me more about this. And you just mm-hmm. ask questions. Yep. And added value, too, bro. Yeah. Told me a few things you were doing. Yep. Hey, if I can do anything else. And kept following up. Is that back then, was it scheduled? Like, was that on the calendar? No, that wasn't scheduled. That was just me really tr- being a value and seeing somebody that, yo, I need to connect with him and building it. Even now, when I meet people, bro, what I try to figure out is what do you need and how can I help you? We've got to pause right there because I'm in the giving mood. I decided to offer you a free gift, absolutely free. Now, I tell you all the time about turning your ideas into online income, but how am I going to tell you to do something and not provide the resource for it? There's so many questions that people have online about what should I post? How do I get my engagement up? How do I get people to click the link in my bio? Buy from me. What should I sell? Whether it's an ebook, an online course, how much should I charge? How do I launch? How do I do a webinar? You see what I'm saying? So I decided to create a free training and give it to you that you can utilize to learn how to literally take the services that you do or the ideas you have and build a successful online company. Go to www.monetizewithmarkers.com, my gift to you. You're welcome. Yeah. Like Keon's coming to town, right? I know you don't need much. Yo, you need a house to stay at. I got you. You need a car. Even if you say no every time, you know at least when I reach out to you is a value. Everybody I reach out to is not many of my friends or peers. I hit you for a favor, like, yo, can my man get on the pod? Yeah. That's probably the first time I asked you for something. And what I say, bro, in, in a long, least I can do. Yeah, in a long time. Like, I'm not, if I'm asking you for something that's, well, I do ask you, can you come speak and stuff like that. That's <laughs> that's a lot. But I ain't on your line. Every time I call you, Marcus, can, is Marcus, come over to my house. We having dinner. Yeah. Let's hang out with the wives and the kids. Yeah. It's always something that also, it fills me up being around my friends and yeah. pair. But your wife enjoy that. Your, yeah. You enjoy, enjoy it. Like, yeah. we get the uh fellowship right but no i think i forgot where what was the we were talking about relationship and how how <laughs> oh yeah value. always adding value yeah i always want to add value none, none of my people going to tell you i ain't going to pick up his phone because he about i'm not calling you generally to ask you for nothing yeah. meaning of of a form of taking yeah. let me pick your brain let me do all of this you know yeah. how much we hate that yeah. crap i'm calling somebody straight value but here's the thing, though, man. Like when there's relationship, it don't feel that way. Like yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not even a yeah. Like bro, it's whatever. Yeah, like it, yeah. it feels that way. We so I'm speaking at your event. I'm like, bro, I can't. I'm going to Bali, but I'm like, I'm gonna do it afterwards, just because it's like every time I ask you to speak, you're there, bro. Like I got. I was so, I was so blown away by it. Like I think I, I was telling Charity, I was like, yo, there are certain people that are friends, family, etc. But I understand the value of okay. I would get it if you yeah. couldn't make it. Yeah. But he was like, bro, I'll shift my family vacation. I know yeah. y'all out of here yeah. for like yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah, we I mean, go. I'll shift my family vacation to be at your event. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a friend. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll be there. Absolutely. So we got to go We gotta go to, bro, there's so many tactical things and what people miss and your brilliance is your, re- a, a level of your brilliance is, is your resilience. Yeah. Bro, your marketing, you have no problem with just locking in. Yeah. So. You're, we're peeping a trend that I think is a skill set. You said, hey, I had this. Everything we said, you said, I got to get better at it. That just speaks to how obsessed you are with yeah. improvement. And I think That's success comes through that. But the thing I would ask is, 
when you're approaching something, let's say someone's listening and they're about to come up with a new product. Mm -hmm. If they're releasing a brand new digital product, yeah. what are two things that they should think about doing right away? One thing, putting it in the funnel, for sure. Like, like, like literally putting it in. So one of the things I do when I'm working with a client or somebody, first thing I'm doing, I'm looking at what you already got and I'm seeing how can I instantly increase. And one of my guys, T. Walk, he joined our mastermind. He had a product making a lot of money with it. I don't know how much he was, but it was no funnel. It was just buy this product for $29 and that's it. Bro, we added upsells, downsells. He like three, four X his money, bro, just by doing that. Yeah. So that's number one. That is something everybody in their mom could do. Add an upsell to whatever your physical product, digital product, immediate upsell. And the second thing I would do is if you got a little bit of money, I would focus on putting it on other people's platforms. So what I'm focusing on right now is I'm looking for mass distribution. So when, when, I, when I say that is I'm looking for people that got the people already. Yeah. So if you got the mob, yo, do I got a product that you can send out to them and we give you a commission? I'm going to write the email for you. I'm going to give you the product. I want to make it dummy proof for people. So now, right now, we got a new business that we we acquired. Now I'm doing mass distribution, focusing on mass distribution to just push this product out everywhere through five, ten different people networks. I'm letting them white label it all, yeah. and they pushing it, and we bust a bag down. Wow. So I look at how can I get this in front. So you could pay shout out pages, you could pay YouTubers, like YouTubers and bloggers make their money through affiliate links. So if they got a good product, they don't mind pushing it. So imagine if you go find a hundred of these people, you only need a few of them to actually hit. Yeah. And you might have you $10,000, $20,000 a month, possibly just from their audience. Yeah. So one, one trend that I hope people are listening to, you never mind investing in your brand. I'm gonna go backwards yeah. and then go forwards. Yeah. We were in D.C. Mm -hmm. for the Authors Pavilion. Yep. And this one used oh, to yeah. carry the book. Oh, man, I remember that. <laughs> I don't think get... I could do it now, right. but I remember that, You used bro. to carry the book yeah. bag with the big kite yeah. sound thing to Brazil, too. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, it was wild. But one of the things you always talked about. So I really didn't care. Because I, I, I feel, I, I cringe now this thing. <laughs> I was right. We were in Brazil. Got people holding the signs. Yeah, I didn't care. Selling book parents with yeah. the books, everything. Yeah. So one of the things, well, I'm going to mention it because it's important for people to, yeah. to, for people to realize it. So here's what I learned from him. I'm one of those people that I was blessed where I was doing like B2B before I was working with like everyday startup entrepreneurs. Yep. Mm -hmm. So my journey is different. I didn't start working with like people on social media trying to sell products. I started working with businesses. Yeah. So I didn't really film a lot of stuff. And you would always say, bro, how you go to all these countries and never pull out your phone? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we travel everywhere and they wouldn't even yeah. be, a, be a thought because that wasn't how I marketed. Yep. But here's what I learned from them. We, the three by five cards. Yep. We would go through the airport. Every place we went, you would leave a thing with your social media. Yep, on. bathrooms everywhere. Everywhere yeah, we went. Crazy. And the TSA line, you would drop them in there. Yep. When we walk on the plane, every seat, he would drop <laughs> his flyer on every seat on the plane. Yeah, we yeah. Were it was the brilliance of, yeah. yo, this dude. And I didn't go as crazy on the plane because I had a companion pass, <laughs> so I didn't want to uh, get get caught up. So I had a blitz step plane, go in the plane bathroom, drop them. Right. It was or the airdrop joint you talked yeah, like, about. Yeah, you know, yeah. airdropping people. I, it's it's almost like you can see the foundation of somebody like it's inevitable to be successful for right. someone who every day gets up and yep. that whole you you have a quote it has to work or it, it has, has to, to work. work. Yeah, 
I didn't just hear it as a quote. I saw it in reality. Yeah, facts. Of, of how you, how yeah. you grind. You so, saw it. Yeah. So what I would say to someone who who's listening to you, and what I'm asking as a question, I think it's gonna be important for you to unpack it. How, like, when someone is launching something, and the thing you mentioned was be willing to get on other people's audience, shout out pages, pay someone. You've always invested in your brand. Yes. I've never seen a situation where you were doing something and wasn't investing in your brand mm -hmm. in any shape or fashion. Yep. Do you feel like that's one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is not reinvesting the money back into their business? That's a fact, bro. Like, I don't Even these young kids, they going crazy. I'm like, bro, sustain that money for a year before you go buy a Lamborghini, before you go buy a big home, all this stuff. Trust me. I'm telling you from experience. Don't go out here just... Yeah. Before I bought my Rolls Royce, I was making that money for like a year and a half, like at a sustained level where yeah. it was, I could really go do this. Yeah. So it's not, don't hit one good month and you're like, yeah, I'm about to go do this. <laughs> like, take your time. Yeah. Um, so that's the one thing I will say. Second thing, um, you got to put it all back. You need to be putting so much money back in your brand. Like, somebody gave me a demo last month, month, last night. I bought it right away. I saw it on Instagram. Yo, we could do a demo next week. What about tonight? I know that thing works. Yeah. Let me buy that, right? So I'm constantly thinking about constantly investing in my brand. I'm, I, right now, bro, I'm paying coaches every month. One of my secret hacks is I go pay people for, like, an hour of their time. Like, how much for it? I, and just consult our team or us, like, how do we condense our, I mean, how do we do, become more productive? How do I cut some hours that our team got to put in? And how to become more profitable? Yeah. Who got the answers to them questions? If you do AI and you're great at it, how can we employ this in our business? You do speaking, you're great at it, how can, so I'm always looking for those type of opportunities. You are, you are CEO of multiple businesses. Yeah. What do you feel about people who are starting out and trying to start with five, six businesses part. No, part don't do it. I started that way. Okay. I don't recommend that because you can't lock in, especially because you're by yourself. Yeah. Focus on one. When I focus really on the webinar and only that, everything changed for me. When I really focus, so I, I let everything go and say, because now you give yourself a, 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 no other option but to make the one thing work. Yeah. It's like a pie chart, right? If you are got four businesses, essentially you're giving each of them 25%. It will never grow to its maximum because you only got 100% of you. Yeah. So if you're trying, and they all on the ground, so I would say get one up and get somebody in there. We got delegate, automate, don't participate. Mm. Get it to a point where somebody can run it, then you go to the next one. Wow. And another problem I see is this, Marcus, is especially as digital entrepreneurs, you found something that was working, then you go to the new thing that was working, but you stopped doing the thing that was working. Mm. So I told people, yo, do overnight posts on Instagram, right? This high Carter, he ran up with the stage, like, yo, I'm just joining my mastermind. I'm just giving you your money back from what you helped me make just running some of your plays, like your overnight posts. Yeah. He's still doing it three years later. Still overnight, three to five posts a night. When you find something that worked, you keep it going, then you learn something else that worked, Give somebody that job to keep that thing working. Yeah. Because that thing that is working is going to pay that person who's doing it. Then you go to another. I call it like success stacking. How can I make as many things work as possible yeah. without stopping that thing that was working? Man, it's, you got so, such a wealth of knowledge. One of the things I want to do is while you're here, and I know you got to get ready to go, is get you to just, I got to dig into your brain yeah. and the person who's watching. Mm -hmm. I get the 
the, the blessed privilege of being a hit your phone. Yeah. But the person who's watching is like, how does he do that? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I yeah. want to ask questions for mm -hmm. that person who's listening. Absolutely. Who's trying to figure out, okay, man, do I do low ticket versus high ticket? So if someone yeah. is contemplating, should they sell low ticket or high ticket? The question then becomes, if they were clicking on a YouTube video and that YouTube video thumbnail said, how to decide whether to sell low ticket or high ticket, what's that content for them? I think low ticket versus high ticket yeah. is depends on you, your audience, and what you want to push. So for me, I know one of your things, no followers, no problems. If you got a thousand followers, I'm not going to go tell you to go create an ebook and you go, you got to, in order for you to make $10,000, yeah. you got to sell at $10 each book, you got to sell a thousand ebooks. Yeah. Where are you going to go find the people at? Now, again, you could use the other people audience, other people stages, but I would rather for you to go ahead and take one day, film your entire course or video program, and you, now you sell that for a thousand dollars. You go put up a post on Instagram, hey, I'm looking to work with 10 people, showing them XYZ, DM me if you're interested, get on a phone call with them and close them on however much that offer is. Now you're making money. So if I don't have a large audience, I'm gonna go at a more of a premium value offer versus a low ticket. Now, if I have a larger audience to play with, I'm gonna uh, immediately say, what smaller thing can I create to take that money off the table, right? You could do both at a larger audience, yeah. like 10K followers, 20, whatever. I'm gonna create a larger ticket price, excuse me, a smaller ticket item, essentially just to, fulfill, just to fill up people who are interested in my high ticket. So now I'm giving you a taste of my low ticket, right? And what I'm doing when I'm doing this is not only am I, you're getting my product, so now you're a buyer versus a freebie seeker, and then I'm going to then get on the phone with you and talk to you about my high ticket. Hmm. So, again, if I have no audience, I'm going to go higher ticket. If I have a larger audience, I'm going to do both, but I'll start. You can start at either one, but that low ticket to a high ticket is a great thing because people come in. Anybody ever came in, board a book, but they joined you as a coaching client? Yeah. So that happens all the time. Yeah. If someone's looking to build a team, yep. like you're an entrepreneur, you're a mm -hmm. CEO, what's the first two roles you should hire for? Man, so when I had no money specifically, I think you should hire a virtual assistant. So you could start, get up out of the weeds of things, right? Tell people all the times you focus on MWAs, minimum wage activities. You need to delegate. Now you could just go ask ChatGPT, what's everything my <laughs> virtual assistant need to do for me? And you give them all of them roles, so you can get out of the, like, so you could focus not in the business, but on the business. So yeah. that's the first role I think every entrepreneur that's starting to hire. The second role would be now where I'm at is hiring HR so they can identify what is an org chart. Who do I need to really start bringing on this team? So those would be the two roles. Uh, role in and, and the third probably would be, I mean, second, if it wasn't HR, somebody who does marketing, if you're not the marketer, somebody that can yeah. drive you some sales. Um, Cause how we built one of my partners was all we had was Instagram, a virtual assistant and one salesperson. That's a million dollar business right there. Instagram, which means some sort of media channel that drives traffic to a sell, to a, a closer, somebody in your DMs to making an offer. That's all we, a virtual assistant, yeah. Instagram and a salesperson built a seven-figure business. Wow. That's, you don't need nothing. Today, right now, that's all you need to build a seven-figure business. A lean team. A lean team, and, and you train all of them on, on AI. Like, I'm talking to my team now. I'm, these people I'm hiring, 
How do I use, look at, audit our business. Here's every software we're using. Here's every tool that we're using. How do we condense this? That's what are we on right now. Mm. Or here's how much time our team's spending on all. How do we condense it? I'm just trying to shrink. I don't want no big team. Give me, give me, <laughs> give me 10 assassins, bro, than 100 yeah. C players. Yeah. You should quit working for free. How did social media hire all of us to be their workforce? We're on the app posting videos, going live, creating reels. We do not get paid when we create content on social media. They do by selling our content to advertisers. But how do you actually build an online business using social media? I want to break it down for you and give you access to it. There's five simple steps. I'll tell it to you in a few seconds. Step number one is client attraction. I'm going to show you how to actually attract clients that will happily pay you what you're offering. Step number two, how to capture them. How do you get their emails? How do you get their phone numbers? How do you get them to show up to your event? Be on your Zoom calls. To what I refer to as client dating, it's where you nurture a relationship with people to get them to say yes to whatever you're offering. And I'm even going to show you what type of content to create that gives you brand visibility and brand recognition. I call it social media secrets. You get access wherever you're watching this video. You'll see it in the description and you'll see it beneath this. Let's get back to the episode. You know what I'm saying? How, how important is it to hire your weakness? Oh, yeah, you better do that as quickly as you can. Why would you spend time? I'm only good at a couple things. Yeah. I'm not organized. I'm, it's just a lot of things that I just don't have, and I ain't even want to spend time trying to strengthen them. It's much better to hire. Yeah, you got to hire that. Yeah. Everything you're not good at, hire that. I can't do no video. I wouldn't even edit in. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, they like download cap cut and. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should I, huh? Yeah. It's too it's too deep for me. So I'm trying to hire all of them things I ain't Some people at. hear, like, yo, I hear all the technical things he's saying. This is how you build a business with these three people. Yep. If I'm just getting started, here's what I should focus on. Here's the three things to avoid. These are all these, like, technical things they can take from this. Someone will hear, and like, yo, why would he still be paying for coaching when he's making all this money? Yeah, that's good. I, I got a great answer for that. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Basketball. Basketball. So we got basketball, we got football. You know how many coaches on the basketball team on for the NBA? Almost 10. Yes. Almost as many players. And those people are the highest paid athletes in the world. I mean, a, a group of the highest paid athletes. How many for football? Another oh, yeah. 10. Defensive. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Soccer. I don't know. I don't watch soccer. Hockey. Like, I watched the basketball game the other day, bro. I saw eight seats for coaches. <laughs> I yeah. never even... So LeBron, all of these people got, why in the world you think you don't need one? Mm. That, that baffles me for you to think where you are at, not making the money that these people are making, not doing, that you don't need a coach? Yeah. LeBron got eight of them? <laughs> yeah. Kobe, Kobe, Shaq, Michael, Cher, Phil? Like, yeah. these people got coaches for reasons, bro. Yeah. Like, everybody got kids. We got kids. There's no way you and I are going to go uh, yo, let's go to soccer. And they out there running without some direction from a coach. 100%. I got coaches in every area of my life. Speaking coach, relational coach, financial coach, AI coach, every area because I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that sweet. <laughs> Bro, you talk, those are the secret things that people hear yeah. and they ignore because they yeah. don't realize, do you find everybody's looking for the next big strategy? 
Yeah. And the strategy, when you, like, you got a disclaimer and said, man, I know people say mindset. People ignore mindset, right? Facts. So I teach my clients this concept. I always talk about the same way you have a um, hygiene routine for your body. Mm. You don't think your mind needs a mental health hygiene wow. routine? Yeah, you good. have to have a mental hygiene yeah. routine the same way you have a physical one. Mm. Your body gets dirty every day. Yeah, facts. Yeah. <laughs> your mind gets dirty every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, there's a stat of we how many thoughts we think per day, 85% of them are negative, mm. right? Your brain is made to spot problems, not to spot solutions. Yeah, that's good. All right, so with that, when we talk about mindset, you're saying your superpower, in essence, it sounds like I've got all these coaches that I can borrow from their brilliance. Mm -hmm. I got a obsession that I have towards what I need to get done mm -hmm. and this level of certainty of belief in myself. Mm -hmm. What's next, though? Because now it ain't the money. Right. Yeah. What's the, what's the driving force now? Family. Bro, I mean, when when I start making money, I went from eight grand, nine grand, ten grand, eleven grand, twelve grand, and I lost it all because I stopped doing those things. So I told God, if you ever get me back, I'm gonna keep grinding. So I'm still in that point where I'm gonna keep grinding because so I do something called no scoreboard watching. Yeah. Also, I'm starting to think. I'm thinking about legacy. How do I really? make sure the next generation is cool. I believe right now we will have the ability to do that for my at least initial family. That's what I'm focusing on, right? Then yeah. I want to, as I get better, how do we do the next generation? Like putting all of these things in place. So that's the bigger focus now. And what's the succession plan? Like if something happened to Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, going to live on their family good forever. It's not many families that do that in this space. So I'm thinking, how can I become that, yeah. right? So that's kind of what I'm focusing on a longer play, but what's next continue to do what I'm doing, but become better at it and me become a better person. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the last question I will ask, I know you got a role. If I know Nehemiah Davis, I know Neo, Neo DeViso, I know Neo the father. Yeah. I know the guy who I pull up to Philly and he take me to go get on the private jets before we actually flew on one. Yeah. 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 We sitting on one chiller. Crazy. I know the philanthropist who's feeding his entire city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, if Nehemiah, now however you self-identify, yeah. we all have something, that, yeah. some name we self-identify, was talking to that kid from Philly. Mm. What's two, three things you tell that guy? Here's why. One of the things I said to you before you spoke uh, yeah. in Atlanta, yeah. I said, bro, in the audience yeah. is Neo years ago mm. who might have snuck into the event. Right, because I was sneaking in events. Who's yeah. sitting there and was like, man, I just want to be successful. I want the game. Yeah. And it's telling you, you're speaking to that guy, and he's looking at you now saying, man, how I get to millions of dollars? Yeah. That man. person's listening now. What's two, three things they can do? First thing I'm going to tell them is you got to get a coach, man. And I don't – people think when I'm telling you this to make me money. No, don't give me the money. Give it to Marcus. <laughs> give it to whoever you want to give it to. But find somebody who you identify with who's successful and do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah. That is the first thing. Obsess over being, getting in the room and staying in the room. You need to be going to as many events as you can and just downloading gems and, uh, and, and immediately applying it. Third thing I would say, becoming a master executor. Committing first, figuring out the rest later, doing it scared, doing it when you don't got it all together because it's gonna you're gonna start developing like dopamine. Like once you 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 hit the target, you're gonna to wanna to do it again and again and again and again. So once you start tasting success, you don't wanna untaste it. Yeah. So that's what I I would tell some young kids in last start, you gotta start a business. That's the only way. 
you gotta find a way if you got a job find a way to make that money make your make your money make more money but you got to get in the game of business period like you got to learn how to play this game last two questions then and I, i gotta let you go who did you have to stop being to be successful like what version of you? So I'll give an example to give context to it. Yeah. I was a master procrastinator. Yeah. I'm talking about, mm. and it's, it's easy good. to procrastinate because what we'll say is we're perfectionists. And yep. that feels better than saying we're procrastinator. Yeah. There's no such thing as perfection on the idea you have executed on. Mm. Right? So I felt good saying, oh, I'm just a perfectionist. That's just procrastination dressed well. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to stop being that. October 10, 2010, I made a commitment. Mm-hmm. And that's where the whole speed of execution, that's where addicted, like that, those concepts come out of that time in my life yeah. of holding, putting myself on the fire. I had to stop procrastinating. That's what I had to stop being. Yeah. Who did you have to stop being to be successful? Yeah, so I had to stop making excuses, one. Um, that was the biggest one, blaming other, everybody else. 15 yeah. years, dad been justice too, kicked out of high school, kicked out of college, fired from 10 jobs. Up until this point, I blamed everybody for where I was at and what was happening. When I stopped that, everything changed. I started becoming a business owner. I, and I've been a full-time entrepreneur 15 years because I had to stop the blame game. Wow. So that was, I think that's it. You got to analyze where you are at. Everything that's happening in your life is on you right now. You ain't making the money you want to make, it's on you. You're not doing, traveling, it's on you. Everything, you ain't in the relationships you want, it's on you. You got the ability to change whatever you want whenever you you decide. You must make a decision, though. We don't even, we can end on that right yeah. there. Bro, thank you for making time bro, in your schedule. You, I know we we got to do part two, bro. Yeah, yeah. I know we will lock in this week and yeah. a few other things, too. I'm, I'm probably follow behind you once I finish in here. Yeah. Tell them how they can stay connected with yeah. you. Yeah, um, you guys go to uh, web uh, Instagram, at Neil DeViso, YouTube and podcast, Circle of Greatness, all free game. Interested in working with me, mastermindwithneo.com. That's for our coaches, consultants, course creators looking to grow your brand. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, man, this was this is a masterclass Let's that you go, just bro. did, man. That's what I like to hear. This has been another episode. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Monetizer Markets Podcast every Monday at 12 p.m. and every Friday at 12 p.m. You get to hear from amazing guests that have turned their raw ideas into something that people can pay them for and they make an income off of. If you need me, you know where to find me. I'll be here minding my online business. Let's See go. you in the next episode. Peace.